When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good evening and welcome to the Rangers Rabble St. Johnston preview pod. Tonight we're joined by the two Scots and Stephen. How's it going, guys? I know. Right, guys. Right, guys, I'll just jump straight in there. Obviously, the guys have had their Celtic reaction, so if anybody's a bit kind of half drunk or whatever, it's all right. We'll try and get through it as quickly as possible. So straight into the league game, obviously, now that today's results confirmed, it's going to be St. Johnston twice in the space of three or four days. Looking at St. Johnston's last 10 games, it's seven wins, two defeats and one draw. So clearly a team that's playing quite well. Is this potentially the toughest draw we could have got, do you think, Scott Kerr? It probably is, Willie, because I think this season in general, since Callum Davison's took over, they've actually progressed under them because he's set, he sets their stall out really well. He plays to the player's strengths. He knows he's not getting any outstanding players, but he plays a system that suits them. And you can see by the results over the last few while how good they've been. They're consistent. They're hard to beat. And they've always given us tough games, to be honest with you. I mean, players like Murray Davison's not great, but they always play well against Rangers. The boy, the boys at the back are good. They've got big Xander Clark in goals. And they're always a goal threat as well up front. Doesn't matter if Stephen May plays or whoever plays, but they're, they're a decent team. And I think we'll have to be our best to beat them. I do think we will beat them, but depending on the changes on Wednesday, I think it will be changes on Wednesday. So, We'll see what team Stephen Gerrard picks, first of all. Stevie, in terms of what Scott said there, do you think the manager does need to look to rotate it now that he's going to be playing the same team potentially twice in three or four days? I think so. I think he did kind of touch on that a wee bit himself today uh, after the game and that. And uh, I would quite like to see that. I'd quite like to see a couple of boys come in and maybe freshen up a wee bit and try and take it the, the load off a couple of the guys and then to give us a fresh go again at the cup and... Because I think, obviously, the Cup's going to become the most important part now. I know some people maybe talk about this sort of league form and the unbeaten, but um, for me, it's got to be the Cup we've got to take precedent. And I'd like to see a fresh start going into that as well and giving that the best goal we can. And even with rotation, I would feel quite comfortable with uh, the players we could bring in to give a good game against St. Johnson as well. Like I know like you're saying there about their form and uh, Davidson's done a good job. Because I know when he first came in, it was a bit shaky at the start. It took him a bit of time to get going, which is probably natural. But uh, you'd like to think the quality Rangers have got can maybe offset their form and we still have more than enough to, to do them on the night. Scott Young, what about yourself, mate? Do you feel the same way that we're going to have to try and rotate the squad just to make sure everybody's fresh for the cup game? Yeah, just on what uh, Stephen said. Yeah, I'd, I'd fully uh, change the team. Not maybe not probably three or four changes. Maybe not. Probably wouldn't play Davis. 
because he's thirty-five playing three games in seven days. Can't be good for him. And I probably wouldn't play Morelos. I'd probably start Roof. But yeah, I do think we should rotate. Maybe see Scott Wright gets first league start. Players like that. Because I fully think the cups should be our main priority. Obviously, going on beating the league would be great. But I'd rather win a Scottish Cup and lose a league game than go and beat in the league and no win the Scottish Cup. Yeah, I think that is the case, mate. I think when you look at what's left this season, the Cup has to be deemed to be the priority. I know we all want to win all of our games, but I think if the manager has the option to maybe rest players on Wednesday night, he probably will take that chance, in my opinion. You're looking at the previous games against St. Johnson, it was 3 on at Ibrox earlier on this season and then a 3 nothing victory away from home and then obviously the last league game was just a 1-0 victory. Are these games maybe closer than what the results suggest and that in a one-off tie, given what St. Johnston have already done this year in the League Cup, that they're going to be dangerous, Scott Kerr? It will be. Well, I think what Scott and Stephen have both said, I think I know we all rest players on Wednesday night, I might bring in players, but I think St. Johnston will do the same because in the back of their mind, mm. if they get a cup double, that'd be phenomenal for them this season. They got a cup double. And Callum, Callum Davidson gets so much praise for it, so... I think the oldest players are to think, so I think the focus for the both sides, both managers and the players, will be on Saturday's cup game because they both want to go through. And I think, like Scott says as well, I'd rather win the cup and go the season and go through the season defeated because I think mm-hmm. getting the league and cup double this season would be tremendous for us, especially after we've not won for the year. So I think a league and a cup double would be fantastic. Yeah. What about yourself, Scott Young? Do you feel the same way that on Wednesday night, if we were to say, like, lose the game or draw the game, that's just pretty insignificant compared to the cup tie on like the Saturday or the Sunday, for instance? Yeah, I would. Yeah, as I said earlier, I would rather lose on Wednesday than lose, in, lose at the weekend. Obviously, I don't want to lose any, but if I had to choose one to lose, it would be Wednesday rather than the weekend. And just on St. Johnson, obviously St. Johnson are no mugs, good team, obviously won the League Cup. They're not in the top six for no reason. They must be a good, they're probably a good side. They gave us a couple of games. That 1 0 game, which was a wrote, was a touch and go game for a lot of it. McGregor obviously had to make a couple of good saves as he's often done this season. So St. Johnson are a good team, but I do feel fully back us to go to Perth and get three points. Stevie, what about yourself, mate? What changes do you see the team making for Wednesday night? I think uh, Scott was Scott Young anyway was just spot on there when he was saying about Davis maybe getting dropped for a game. It's a, maybe a big ask for him to to play again. Um, I can't see much change to be, be honest in the back four. I think we'll probably go with what we've got, but uh, I'd maybe see Morelos out or maybe Kent out as well or something. To be honest, maybe we just freshen up. I think Scott, I think he's right. I think Scott Wright's probably got a good shout to start. I'd like, and I'd also like to see him start. I'd like to see more minutes. I'm to get him to get more minutes and. To get a better look at him again, so I think it's just a case of sort of freshening it up and just keeping things ticking over for the for the cup game as well. But I think what you're saying there, I know, and I've never actually really thought about it. Is it could be quite a weird game if Sir Johnson also like uh, drop a few players and rest a few guys. It could be a, a weird actual sort of like B team sort of game sort of thing. So it will be interesting to see. But there is guys in there I'm looking I'm looking forward to seeing Ruth maybe starting as well. He never started today, so. Uh, there's definitely options there and there's definitely strength and depth to be honest that is enough for us to just to, to give a good performance yeah. right okay we'll just kind of swiftly move along a wee tiny bit I know I'd said earlier that maybe we wouldn't talk about the Celtic game 
but we'll kind of briefly talk about it in terms of how that affects now the next two games, for instance. Um, so, like, given what the players have put in today and given, obviously, the physical effort the players have put in, but obviously the other side of it is the confidence build-up, another big one for us. Is it then, from the other point of view, that you just want to keep on winning so you put out the strongest team? Or is it one of those ones where the managers then got to think, like, overall, because of the cup games and how quickly they're coming about, that maybe it's time, for instance, because we've got Nathan Patterson, who looks like he's probably going to get some type of ban, so Tav has to come back in. Obviously, we can't even really rest Borna because if Nathan gets banned, then Calvin's banned, so we can't change that either. Is it a matter of trying to just maybe take Stephen Davis out of the team, take Alfredo out of the team, maybe take Kent out of the team, and give guys like Scott Wright and Hadji, and maybe even like sort of drop a Rebo back into the midfield of the type of changes that we'll look towards because of what's happened today? Well, I think you're maybe spot on, but I also think Stephen Gerrard maybe knows, maybe not change as much as we th- we're thinking here. Yeah. Just for the fact he done it against St Mernon, it kind of backfired. And he wants to, he'll probably want to win the cup, so I feel he'll make a few changes. Obviously, Nathan Patterson's going to get a ban, we know that, so he'll be away. So that will come back in. I don't think we might maybe up front, maybe Davis, but I don't think it'll be a lot. I think, I think Harfield maybe needs another game as well yeah. to get a bit of fitness back. Aribo, I don't like him, I know the part. I prefer him in the front three, Aribo. So I would keep him up there. I don't think it'll be a lot of changes. Might be one or two, but I don't think it'll be as many as we think. At the end of the day, football players want to play. Yeah. And after, after winning, it's confidence in them. They don't want to be dropped. And I know we all like to see changes, but if we made too many and we lost the game, people would criticise him for it, even though we won the league. So... Probably a bit of, bit of both, but not as many as we think. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Like you always look at it from like the side of maybe trying to rest and recuperate in terms of is it best to give guys an extra couple of days rest ahead of the big cup game. But the reality is, obviously, when you're a Rangers fan, we want to win every game. And and that's the tough thing the manager's got to try and pick and choose that, isn't it? And like, also, you've got Alan McGregor's huge penalty save today. But would it be wrong to then maybe put like John McLaughlin in Wednesday night and give Alan a break? Or because they've already had the break before the Celtic game, that they then don't need a break? Come to you, Stevie. I mean, I think so. Um, I, I I get what you guys are saying, where there's a sense that you don't want to split up a winning team that are going and you get momentum. I think we're lucky in the fact that, so for example, like Scott Wright, who is so, he must be so eager to get in this team. That that'll kind of negate that fact, where it's a sense that he's he's not going to come in and it's like a complete drop off in quality, or somebody's just coming in to get a last few games for the, the end of the season. But they're, they're completely their goal is to get into this team, and I think that maybe offset that side of things. But uh, I can see what you're saying, but the the sort of the feeling I get from it is that these players are probably bite, uh, like sort of biting at the bit to get in and get in the team and to go for it. So I don't see. I don't see it would be a massive drop off in like intensity for the players if we were to, to make a few changes. Scott Young, what about yourself? Do you foresee maybe like that, you know, somebody like Alan McGregor maybe getting arrested Wednesday night? Yeah, I definitely think I think McGregor getting dropped is probably inevitable because I think what would have happened is Gerard would have promised McLaughlin majority of the cup games. And obviously McGregor played today because obviously it's Celtic, you can't. So then I think it'll start on Wednesday, sort of make up for him missing out in today's cup game. And also, the thing is, we've got a very good squad. It's yeah. not as if it can be a massive drop in quality if we take out a, a Kent for a Scott Wright or a Morelos for a Roof or it and someone like that. So it's not as if it's a massive drop-off in quality in terms of 
player for player. Just kind of obviously kind of flicking back to today's game partially. We're talking about somebody like Nathan Patterson's performance again. How difficult is it for the manager now to look at Nathan and not pick him ahead of Tav? Or is it just quite simple that obviously Tav's were captain and he's going to play most of the game, Scott Kerr? I think it will be. I think Tav is a captain. He's been consistent for the last few seasons. We've always said, well, if he's not there, that's when you realise what you miss. Nathan stepped in. He's been fearless. He's played without any fear. He's come in like he's a seasoned professional. I think like missing the games because of getting banned is going to be a, a kind of saving point for Gerard for a while. But I think next season, Nathan will probably accept a season behind Tar. But I think after that, he'll probably say, listen, I want to be in the first team. So it's going to be a decision the manager may have to make then to say, listen, do we continue with Tavani or do we go with a youngster? But because Tav's been signed up, it could also be a, a saving for us. We've got a, we can sell him on for a bit of money. So I think it's going to be a hard decision. We'll see how Nathan goes, I think. What we've seen so far, he's fantastic. He's tremendous ability. He's confidence. He's both ends of the pitch. He's been really good. So we'll see how he goes next season because... You know, yourself, come into a team and proving it is that you're always full of energy. You know, don't pay any fear, like I said, but next season, when it again is a total different kettle of fish. So we'll see how he goes. He's got all the assets there. So hopefully he does, because I think, like Cammy said earlier on today, if he does that, he could be the Rangers right back for a long, long time. Stevie, what do you think of Nathan Patterson? What is his future in terms of Rangers next season? Is it possibly... They look at him early doors and then maybe towards the end of the window, potentially loan him out if he's not getting games, or is it just a simple one that he's going to play because Tav's going to get rested by time to time? It's a tough one, isn't it? Because uh, you, you wonder how you're going to manage it because majority of the time, Tav's very robust. He doesn't drop many games. He's, he's playing week in, week out, and he's probably at a stage of his career where he wants to be playing week in, week out. So there's a man, the, the manager's got to manage that aspect of it. I do agree. I think if we could get the right club for Patterson, I would say maybe a year's loan for him or six months, but it would have to be, I wouldn't like to see him going, I'd like to maybe see a championship level sort of club for him, whereas he's really pushing himself. I wouldn't like to see him going down the levels too much, but um, it's a tough one because he's came in and he's done better than I expected. I think he's, he's a different sort of player going forward to Tav, whereas Tav whips the ball in. I feel like Patterson gets the ball into players' feet really well and goes, runs off players and um, so he gave us a different dynamic and that's a, another sort of side of where you're seeing a player come in and they're, they're just desperate to do well and that's that that having those players in the background just dying to get into the team it just really pushes everybody on and I, I'd imagine Tav's maybe sitting there thinking like I've got a job in my hand to get this this, uh, this shot back to be honest Yeah and I think that's the kind of crazy thing I mean I think obviously we've appealed this decision to allow Tav a little bit more time to come into the team but the way that Nathan's played if Nathan wasn't he going to be getting a ban in two days' time? There's probably an argument for Nathan keeping that position ahead of Tav just because of how well he's playing. Scott Young, how impressed have you been with Nathan since he's broken into the team? Yeah, I think he's been top draw. We saw a glimpse of it last season, playing the cup against Shinra, and thought he was probably our best player. And then after that, he didn't really play. And obviously, we've seen him come in this season, go against Amtuap, and was it 15, 16 seconds or something after coming off a bench? And then since then, it's really kicked them on to being a very good Rangers right-back. And to be fair, I probably wouldn't loan him out. I reckon Tav would... I don't know, sorry, I reckon Patterson would learn more in the training ground with Tav every week than he would playing week in, week out for a 
Falkirk or a Partick Thistle or a team at that level, I think he'd probably learn more with Tav and Gerrard and Gary Mack than he would out and loan playing against farmers and people like that every week. Yeah, well, I think that's obviously the argument you've got from both sides. Like, so one of the arguments would be that if they could get a good loan to somewhere in England, maybe like the English Championship, would that be beneficial for him and Rangers, even if it was only for a, a six-month stint, potentially? Or because of how well he's developed under Tav and under the current defence, does it make more sense to keep him here and obviously keep working with the players that he's got here? Because is he going to play with that same standard of players when he goes out and loan? And I think the argument would be probably not. And when you look at the size of our squad, overall, like Stevie makes a fabulous point. I mean, Tav has been robust ridiculously over the last five or six years. I mean, the guy basically just doesn't miss a game. But he is getting that little bit older now. And do we have to almost protect him in some games? And it's no disrespect to maybe the teams that Nathan would come in against. But, there's, but there is definitely a time and a place for saying to Tav, look, we're going to put you in the bench or we're going to rest you up today because we need to look after you over a 50, 55, 60 game season. And I think it's definitely something that we've got to look forward to come the summer. Okay, just looking back a small bit about today's game, I know I wasn't going to get into it too much because obviously we've had the reaction. When you see like the final score in that game and you see like the confidence levels of our players, does this feel like a different Rangers team to you than even the team that started the season? I'll come to you first, Scott Young. Yeah, definitely. I think over the course of the season, we've seen confidence improve. We've seen, we've seen tactically structure improved. We managed to nullify their system, which caught us out earlier in the season, twice, in two games. We caught out the game at Ibrooks where we need Al McGregor to make our masterclass and the one at Celtic Park, we need them again. They both they played a diamond in both those games and that sort of hurt us. But today we went to we I think Michael Beale, Stephen Gerrard, Gary Mack need massive credit for the way they set the team up today. And yeah, since the start of the season we've just gone on leaps and bounds. The game is Aberdeen first game of the season wasn't great. Managed to dig out a one 0 But now we've just grown in confidence since then and we've been so much better. Since and obviously going to season unbeaten, you can't so far, you can't downplay that as much as people try to. Stevie, was there any thought in your mind at all that we weren't going to win today? Um, do you know, I wasn't sure if, I, if I'm being honest with you. Looking back at the last two old firm games, I felt like we struggled to get into the games at certain times, but I think, um, the way they came out and the way they played today and the majority of the game, I thought they were good. You could see they were they were up for it. And there is, I, I think the biggest thing from this season as well is from like last season, is it's a mentality shift, I think, at Rangers now. I think it's that's where it comes from. It's a hunger for victory and winning and trophies and that's what's important. The rest of it is, the other noise is just irrelevant. Yeah. And, that's, uh, and I think that's where that's really came from. And um, that's what gives me a confidence when I watch this team is that they've got they've learned how to get through these games and how because at times we're Celtic had good opportunities today and uh, they mm. just managed to get through it and we just that's the main thing and that's what will keep us going for years going forward hopefully and that's the sort of thing we need to keep a hold of. Scott Kerr, what about yourself? Have you noticed a difference in terms of the confidence levels from the players even from two or three months ago to now? I think you noticed that against Celtic probably a couple of years before we started playing them. I think they've not beat it since 2019. 
And I think the fact with Rangers was we only scared of Celtic anymore. But it was the rest of the teams we've maybe struggling against, Aberdeen, Hibs, mm-hmm. teams like that. But we've managed to get past that phase. So, I mean, I've gone to all forum games now and I used to get nervous. And the last few years you were thinking, oh no, we're going to get like, gubbed again. Mm-hmm. See, the last few games, I'm not being as nervous because I don't fear Celtic. I don't think they're like, I don't think the team they were, even if they were good, I think we're a lot better. So I think the players actually sense that because I thought today we weren't the great at times. Celtic had their chances, but we never looked like we were going to get beat. Do you know what I mean? Well, we had quality, we scored two goals. They had chances, yes, mm-hmm. but I think there was also scope there for Rangers to step up again. Because every time Kane get the ball, they were scared. And I just think we've like, mentality-wise, culture-wise, everything about the club at the moment is in a great place and it's going forward. So I think there's been a big change. Especially Gerrard, since Gerrard's come in, yeah, it's taken him a few seasons, but he's made such a difference in a short space of time. Yeah. yeah I just add on that there a second? Is, uh, what you're saying there, Scott, I totally agree. It's like, see, in this Rangers-Celtic games, see, for the last few years, I think the players have fancied that. And I think they know they've been able to get them because, mm-hmm. like, the cup fight, and I know we lost the cup final last year or whatever, but that one, there's games at Parkhead, they've been going for them. And I think the confidence has been there and they've went, we know we can get at these teams. And you're right, it's just doing that over a full season and beating the other teams around about it. And then that's what, and then I think from the loss of, of not, the, not getting the victories we deserved the other times or losing the, the cup, it's actually spurred them on to be like, this is how we win titles. And, and that's just, it's just grew from there, really. No, and I think that's a great point. I think when it's not just about winning things, it's about how you win it. And I think this season shows that, like, the way that we've won games, the way that we've, you know, won the league title, it's, it's huge in terms of a player's confidence. And I think even in games now where possibly we fall behind, which I know has been real this season, but even when we fall behind, there's still that confidence. Maybe it's an arrogance at times that we're good enough to come back and get something out of the game or, or possibly win it. But then there's also the other side of the coin is, See, when we get like two goals ahead like today, I don't think there's even a thought or a concern that we're going to drop points or we're going to draw or lose a game, whether it's in the cup or the league. I don't think there's that thought now. I think as soon as we get our foot in front and we're starting to take a bit of control of games, I think there's just a huge belief now amongst the whole squad that we're in a great spot, we're in the lead, nobody's going to get close to us. And I do wonder if that's a mindset that's going to be there for the foreseeable future because when you look at the players and obviously as Scott Young mm-hmm. spoke about before the pod started, if the rumours are true about Connor signing until 2024 and obviously Tab's already re-signed, obviously there's other players there. Is this really just the beginning of something special moving forward, Scott here? Hopefully, well, like, remember when Sooners first came in, the first couple of things, time these signings were, he brought in Butcher, he brought in Woods, I know he brought in Colin Mesh, didn't really last that long, but he built for the back, and Gerrard seemed to do the same, he's, obviously, Connor Golson has been a great signing, I remember when he first came, he got a bit of criticism, but he's not, he never misses a game, he never shuts a tackle, he doesn't hide away for responsibility, and I think he's even gets somebody next to him, who's consistent as he is, will be a very hard side to beat, and I think Helen does get his Good points, his bad points, Balligan's the same. Obviously, Jack Simpson, I don't know what he'll be like. We'll have to wait and see. But someday, just with Connor, we've got full backs. Obviously, we don't know if Barisic is going to go or not. I think that's 50 50. Maybe need a left back in. But I think just the squad in general is just superb. And you just look up the park. We've got midfielders, but I'm not Ryan Jack's missing, but the midfield's been good. The forwards have been good. I mean, Alf Morelos has carried us the last couple of seasons, goal wise, and just main focus, but this season we're scoring goals everywhere and I think the full structure of the, the squad, the team, whatever you want to call it, it's just 
totally different this season. I think last season gave them a... It was more of a... We have to look at ourselves kind of way because after we come back for Dubai, they kind of faltered, they failed. And we didn't, so they didn't beat us, we beat ourselves. And they come out this season and say that's not going to happen again. Granted, the COVID thing put that kibosh to kind of trips, but we've come out this season totally focused and running stuff and we've been quiet behind the scenes. And yeah. that's what I love about this Rangers side. What about yourself, Scott Young? How do you feel about it? Yeah, just as sort of just to echo what Guy's been saying, I think this season we have seen a massive sort of shift in the way we've gone about our business. Like even even I remember the win transfer window, there wasn't a lot of rumours about the players we signed. My Balligan, it was basically in the paper, oh Rangers are gonna sign Balligan, then hour or two later he was announced. So there's been a lot of difference in the way we've gone up like we've been a lot quieter and gone about business buying closed kept all of our business in-house as we should do because things like transfer like even today Connor Goldson's contract announcement I'll probably get announced tomorrow if that was two or three years ago be Connor Goldson going to sign a new deal yeah. in the paper for two or three weeks before it actually happens Yeah. so the way yeah, we've gone about business has been very good I think I was just going to say to you, Stevie, quickly, how important is it to get somebody like Goldson tied down to a long-term deal? Massive. That sees the part of the, the he's a cog in the spine of the team sort of thing, and that's the most that's huge to have that. And if you want to have sustained success, in my opinion, anyway, over a few years and to grow a team, you need to have that spine. And that the, the bonus of that gives to you, I think, is that see if you've got the spine right, all you need to do every summer or every other window is a bit of quality here and there and just touch the team up every so often where you need it. And that's, and then when, and it's about a culture as well. I remember I was watching something the other day and it was about, if you've got a strong culture, which I think Rangers do now, when new players come in, they take that culture on. And if you've got people like Goldson and whoever else, Davis and McGregor, who always are driving that culture, then the new ones coming in, they just absorb that and then we just go on and keep going on and that's how it keeps churning it out. And I think that's the, one of the big things for that. And not only is he a good player and he's been in our team all week and he's like, like Tavernier, never drops a game, you can trust him. There's that aspect of a leader in there as well, which is huge for us. And it just sends that out, that that message to the rest of the players. And hopefully like people like Kamara as well, is we want to be building something here. This is a success for a few years and where else can you really go to get the same level of... Of success at times, right? maybe if, like, for example, like Goldson's came from Brighton. If you were to go back to a Brighton, you, you'll not have the same feeling, in my opinion, as winning trophies. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point, and I think you know, obviously, in this day and age, obviously, money's important, clearly, as you know, obviously, being guys can maybe get that one or last big payday potentially, it's hard to be critical of players, but then you've also got the other side of the coin where. Not often in your career you get the chance to join a team where you could be hugely successful, and when you've retired you can get a wee you know sort of cabinet in your bedroom or you whatever a wee great games room and you get your ten titles there or something like that. You know that to me is more important than having say ten million pounds in the bank. Not that I'll ever have that kind of money clearly, but it's just like to me I would rather be a winner and have less money than have ten times what I've got in my account but having won nothing. Because I think that like success as a footballer is to win something. If our goals in this season, if he could come away with a double and then next season we can get stronger and the season after that, to me that is everything that you want as a footballer. And I think the big thing, we look at somebody like Connor and somebody like Tavern, I'm not getting any younger either. You know, so this deal that they're signing takes them into their 30s. So I mean, it's a big deal for these guys clearly as well. 
but that's obviously on the back of Stephen Davis and Alan McGregor signing their new deals. And if you pointed out, that's the spine of your team there. You know, so moving forward, as you say, it would be phenomenal if we could get Glenn on a new deal. I do think he's the one I worry about most because I just think he's not silly, Glenn. He clearly knows he's playing well. He clearly will know that teams are watching him. If he does get away with Finland and does well, yeah, again, that's another concern because if he goes to the Euros and stands out, how difficult is it to try and keep a hold of somebody like that, Scott Kerr? I agree. I think, it's, I think Kamara and Barisic are the two players I feel may leave. Right. Just because I think maybe want to try the English Premiership or maybe abroad. And I do think that's in them because Glenn's had that experience with Arsenal. Born yeah. the players of creation, sees different players in the team playing with different clubs like Real Madrid and such. I'm not saying he's going to go there, but after in the league and stuff, I may say I'll leave in a high, get a wee bit more money, but mm. I'll go yeah, maybe a more competitive league. But other players, I mean, I hope Ryan Kent stays. I know he's been rumoured about leaving. I hope he stays. I think Ryan Kent offers us something we've not got. I know he gets a bit of criticism with some Rangers fans, you see, but to me, he's a player I would never drop just because of what he can offer. He can turn the game for you in a heartbeat. So I think it'll be difficult in the summer. I think we've all Brian players eye and see he always sees link with players like players for Scotland. I don't know. I think sometimes if we link with players who aren't good enough for us anymore. I was Different by a couple years ago, you're like maybe Lewis Ferguson that you think he can maybe improve it. Same with Greg Docker at the time, but mm. we're past that stage. We look at the quality we've got now. You need to go for better. You don't want to go for the same, you want to go for better. So it'll be interesting to see what Ross Wilson and the manager does to bring players in. Stevie, just coming to you with a kind of slightly different point. Is this summer more important about bringing in guys who are going to play in the first team? Or is it adding that quality and depth for the squad? That's a, that's a tough question. My go-to answer would always be, and I think probably the easiest answer is to add to the first 11 and then that just, it's a domino effect down yeah. and do it that way. Um, that would be my go-to. And um, if we can do that, great. But I know how difficult that must be because at times the quality we've got there as well and the budgets we play in, it's hard to actually get a higher quality than that that's going to come in and instantly impact your, your team, really, I find, at times. So it's a tough one. It's a balancing act. There's probably Ross Wilson and that are probably looking for a few windows ahead and they're trying to get a few young players in at the same time. But also, you're always looking for maybe that one or two players, really, that can come in and really have an impact on your season and going forward. That would be my hope. And, and then also doing things like tying people like Kamara down in it, if we could, and... Um, that would be my hope if we can get a couple in that could go straight into the first team, fingers crossed. Scott Young, do you think it's possible that we might have to sell somebody before we potentially spend what you'd consider good money, maybe three or four million pounds on a player? No, I think we're in quite a good financial uh, place at the moment. Obviously, we get the last 16-year-old league. Obviously, the pandemic hasn't helped, but last 16-year-old league a lot of TV money through that and obviously win the league obviously get money through that and obviously the new Sky Sports deal it's came at Scottish football has been a massive income boost for all the teams including us so I don't think we need to sell to buy but I think it depends on who we buy as well I think what well, I think my top priority would be our new uh, midfielder the Ryan Jack cover if I've seen this season Ryan Jack has been a when Ryan Jack's not in the team we do we do see ourselves weaker in the middle of the park, yeah. especially if someone like Aribo plays who doesn't have the same defensive presence. And maybe also a out-and-out right winger 
because we've got we sort of play with two tens. But if we want to switch it up, we do need a winger. I don't think Aribo's a proper out and out winger. Yeah. So I think we need a proper out and out right winger as well as a number eight Ryan Jack cover. That'd be my two top transfer targets. No, I mean I think that's fair enough. I think there's definitely it's going to be an interesting summer. I don't I don't really know what's going to happen, but I do think it'll be tough to keep a hold of the whole squad again. I think it's basically because of how well players could potentially do at the Euros and also potentially the money that could be an offer from some clubs. Because for all we want to keep guys at the club and obviously we want to see he's been successful, if somebody comes in and offers silly money for somebody, it's really difficult to then turn that money down knowing that we could put that back into the team again. And given how well we've signed over the last 18 months in particular, you know, we clearly have a have a great degree of quality there being looked at by the scouts. I mean, Hadji, for instance, just came out of nowhere. And like you look at Yannick, I mean, he's made a big difference this year with his goals and assists. If you could find another one or two of that kind of quality at that age and add that to the squad, I just think that would be a phenomenal summer business for us if we could do that. Kate, we're just going to finish up looking at the St. Johnston game, obviously Wednesday, because that was the main part of the pod. Come to each one of you and ask you for a start in the loving and then the final score. Right, Scott Carroll, come to you first. Start in the loving. I know it's no tough, problem. I know it's never easy because you're getting a little bit. Uh, probably, obviously, I'll go with McGregor and I'll go with McGregor and goals. I don't think it'll get dropped. Right back, it's going to be Tav. I think the other three are going to be the same as the day because I don't think Balligan's fit. Uh, I'm not sure. Midfield, I think it'll drop Davis, but I'll go with Kamara and Arfield, and I think it'll maybe just bring back a Rebo. Right. Yeah, and I think it'll put in Yanis, Ruth, and Kent. Right. And what's the final score? 2 1 to Rangers. Right, okay. Scott Young, what about yourself, mate? The start and the loving and the final score? Uh, I'd probably go McGregor, Tav, Golson, Holanda, Barisic. And then probably midfield, I'd go Arfield, Kamara, probably Hadji in the middle of the park. Right, okay. And as a front three, I'd go right, Ruth, Kent. Oh, there's a few changes in there. And what about the final score? Uh, I'll go 2-0 Rangers Right Stevie mate you're the last man up what do you think? Uh, I'll match the same back five as the guys so McGregor right. Taft Olsen uh, Hollander and Barisic midfield I, I agree I think Davis would probably in good shape for drop uh, to be rested probably should say not drop but yeah. uh, <laughs> he's, he doesn't deserve that does he? but uh, I'd probably go with Arfield um, who else midfield maybe Aribo a and Kamara in midfield and then up front I'd like to see right I'd actually like to see Itton I don't know if any of the guys mentioned Itton but I'd like to see Itton start up front and I don't know Roof as well up front with him I'd like to, I'd just like to see Itton get a bit more a bit more of a chance a full 90 minutes to be honest What about the final score for you mate? Go and I'll go 3-0 with Itton first goal score or if we're doing that as well I don't know No mate I, I like your confidence What's yours Wally? What's that mate? What's yours? Oh well, I think the back five I think the back five picks itself because if Calvin and Nathan get banned and it sounds like Leon's still injured no offence to kind of James Simpson but I don't know if he's ready yet because we've only seen wee glimpses of him the midfield three I think it's probably going to be Aribo, Kamara and Arfield because I do think Stephen I think you do need to protect Stephen at times I mean like today he was outstanding I mean I don't think he's still had that agility to score that kind of goal so it shows you you know 
and I agree. I think I think we need to see Scott right for the start. I think I think the kids did enough whenever he's come on, or when he started the cup tie. I think he deserves a chance, and I think it would be fair for Ritten to get an opportunity. And I wouldn't be against having Kent on the bench, because I think as we all agree, yeah, look, we want to go undefeated this season in the league, but if we can rest up, maybe four guys who played a massive part mm-hmm. to get ahead in the cup tie, I do think that is more important. And I fancy is two one. I do think it would be a tighter game if we make changes. It's obviously hard to foresee what they're going to do because if they were to make changes as well as us, it could turn into a bit of a training game. But look, at the end of the day, when the league's already over, is it really a bad thing that the clubs are maybe going to change it up a wee bit? I don't think it is. And I don't think you could criticise them for it either because the priority now is the cup competition. And the fact it's so condensed over a short period of time, it's really difficult to not take that opportunity to give guys a rest. Right. So let's wait and see what happens on Wednesday night with the squad. We'll probably all be wrong and they'll probably put out exactly the same 11. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thanks very much for listening to us. Hopefully we get another positive result on Wednesday night. I'm sure Martin will arrange the live match reaction all being well. And then we'll obviously let you know if we're going to be doing a reaction and a preview for the cup game, depending on when it going to be played etc I don't think that's been confirmed in terms of the time but once that all comes out we'll let you guys know thanks very much cheers bye Sports Social Podcast Network